been afraid a lot of times in my life. But I didn't know the real meaning of fear until... until I had kissed Becky. A moment's sleep and the girl I loved was an inhuman enemy bent on my destruction. That moment's sleep was death to Becky's soul, just as it had been for Jack and Teddy and Dan Kaufman and all the rest. Their bodies were now hosts harboring an alien form of life, a cosmic form, which to survive must take over every human man. So I ran, I ran. My only hope was to get away from Santa Mira, to get to the highway, to warn the others of what was happening. Are you crazy, you big idiot? What? You fools, you're in danger! Can't you see? They're after you! They're after all of us! Our wives, our children, everyone! They're here already! You're next! You're next! You're next! Like something out of the 1956 film, invasion of the body snatchers, Donald Trump has invaded our psyches as we sleep. Ours is an irrational nation, and we work out our roiling emotions in our dreams. For this BCR episode, we asked our Upper West Side neighbors if they've ever dreamed about Donald Trump. Dreaming about the Trumpster is a thing, by the way, according to a study done by a New York City psychotherapist, Martha M. Crawford. So for this BCR episode, we asked our neighbors promenading in Riverside Park if the former president had made an appearance in their dreams. At the very end of the day, just as we were finishing up our cocktails, a man named Walker walked into our podcast and told us an amazing story. So do not go away. In this BCR episode, we also give a shout out to Upper West Side Open Hearts, led by Corinne Lowe, working to secure homes for New York City's homeless. So, here we go. Do you ever have a DT dream? And uh, thank you again to Wade Ripka's Little Rascals Band for this wonderful opener. I, I, I didn't bring the... Um, the marker. So, I mean, we could like say we don't support Trump at all, but we dream about him. Right. Right. Yes. I mean, and intelligent people might consider that. Right. You know, that perhaps this isn't, but you say dream, you know, Trump dreams. It sounds like, you know, let's talk about how great it's going to be when Trump comes back. Oh, my God. I yeah, guess I guess I people think, could see it that way. Yeah, I, I think they could. Your sign. We're talking about Alan's sign that he made to draw people into our podcast. And it says, "Share your Trump dream." Exactly. Which we which we're going to talk about my Trump dream. See, he has dreams. I call them nightmares. A study by a woman uh, by the name of Martha Crawford. Martha Crawford. Uh huh. And she is a licensed clinical social worker an experienced psychotherapist working in New York City. And she has the most interesting blog at whatashrinkthinks.com. That sound in the background is children playing in a popcorn bag. (laughs) So it's whatashrinkthinks.com. And back in 2015, she started to dream about Donald Trump. And then she noticed that she wasn't alone in doing that. You said she started a dream. You mean she started having dreams. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. She started having dreams about Donald Trump. Right. She wasn't, Donald Trump was not a dream boy (laughs) of hers. No. 
she was having dreams about Donald Trump, and then she noticed that her Dis- patients... Disturbing dreams. ...were having... Well, I'm going to talk about my dream. It's not, it's not so disturbing. But I think it disturbs you that you have these dreams. Um, it really doesn't. I mean, I, I know my opinion about the man, but um, she started a blog asking people, do you have dreams about Trump? And she got like 3,000 hits. And then she started cataloging them, and, and we're gonna, I'm going to report what she said. Right. But, well, I'm going to mess up your, you know, your plans. Well, you usually do. I know. That's the whole so idea. I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I don't know why you even tell me that, that you have any plans whatsoever. I do have plans. <laughs> well, if, if I don't have plans, then you can't muck them up. Oh, that's true. And anyway, we started too soon because I don't have my beer yet. Well, get and your beer. And, and we're out here on the promenade at Riverside Park, right um, above the um, Hippo Park and below the Soldiers and Sailors Monument. Where, what's the name of the, it's not the Hudson Warehouse Theater. Where the Hudson Warehouse Classic Theater. Mm-hmm. Classic or classical, they just changed their names. Mm-hmm. And right now they're performing, in fact, right now they're starting to perform um, mm-hmm. Love's Labor's Lost. And this bar crawl radio is called? Dreaming About Trump, no. No, 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 I mean this um Oh, this is called category. Park Bench Chats. Park Bench Chats. So we're right. sitting on a park bench. And we're having a chat with each other mm-hmm. and having some booze and, um, and we are trying to inviting invite people, people over. Yeah. Do you ever dream about Trump? Not good dreams. Not it could saying, be disturbing dreams. No, no, no. No. She's, She's doing walking. her walk. She's you know? walking and, and, you know. In a rhythm. When you're walking, you've got that goal. And. You don't want to stop. Also, it. maybe she just didn't want to talk to us, dear. No, 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 no. She wanted to talk to us. No, I could tell she did, but she has this goal, and if she could walk back and forth in front of the mic, she would do it that way, but, yeah. All right, so this woman's just looking at the, well, she's got a bunch of, she's got a shield on. She's talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Do you ever dream about Trump? Do you ever have a dream? Do, do you want to tell us about your Obama dream? Okay. Oh, all right, okay. So dreams about Obama. Do you ever have dreams disturbing or otherwise about Trump that you'd like to share? See, I, <laughs> I, I think we're going to have a hard time. Do, do you ever... Uh, he's kind of plodding along. Yeah, there. he's not going to talk to you. Okay. Um, so I uh, was thinking that here we've got this political leader, Donald Trump. We had. We had. No, he's still around. He's still a political leader. Oh, he's, leading, he's leading most or a great deal of the Republican, Ugh. most of the Republican, uh, you know, politicians. I knew this conversation was going to depress me. It is. It's, it's totally depressing. And he's doing nothing good, nothing good. And yet people are dreaming about him. He, he's invading people's dreams. Yeah. And I came across and we've interviewed uh, this lovely lady who's actually doing something for people, Corinne Lowe. Uh, she runs Upper West Side Open Hearts. Right. And she is working hard for the homeless to keep them out of these uh, congregate places where they kind of live together and pass on COVID-19. Right, right, right. And so here you have a politician, Donald Trump, who has invaded everybody's, a lot of people's minds, certainly mine. And Corinne Lowe, that I'm sure most people don't even know who she is, and she's doing really good work. Yes. So yesterday, 
she was uh, in her group, Upper West Side Open Hearts, had gone to the mayor's mansion um, and was having a sleep-in right next to the mayor's mansion. Here's what um, she said yesterday. Where are we? And Corinne Lowe, head of Upper West Side Open Hearts, what are you doing here? So we're here with a group of activists who are doing a sleep out tonight to protest the mayor's decision to send homeless New Yorkers back to congregate shelters amid a surge of the Delta variant of the coronavirus. And so, you know, we think it's very symbolic to be sleeping out outside the mayor's house because he's in his comfortable taxpayer funded mansion. And meanwhile, he's sending people back to die. Um, from COVID in congregate shelters. And I say die because the fourth wave is upon us. Um, rates have doubled in the past two weeks. They're up 220% since June 22nd, I think. And the positivity rate has doubled. There is a less than 30% vaccination rate among sh homeless shelter residents. And you can't social distance in a 50-person sleeping hall with beds three feet apart. You can't wear masks while you're sleeping. The mayor will literally be responsible for people's deaths if he moves forward with this reckless, dangerous, and inhumane plan. And so we're here uh, begging him to do anything else to find his compassion and do the right thing. It just feels outrageous and reckless and like an ostrich with his head in the sand, pretending that we can still have a summer of fun and tourism instead of actually dealing with the reality in front of us. FEMA is still paying to keep people in hotels, so it's not even coming out of his or the city's pocket. And so, you know, we just view this as you know, he made a plan and he's digging his heels in whether or not it makes any sense. This is part of 30 days of action for homeless rights. And we're really hoping that if we continue to elevate the voices of people who are unhoused and are saying, you know, how horrible this is for them, that, you know, maybe he will find a heart and reconsider. Do you think he's going to come out and say something to you? <laughs> I do not. I've been here many times and I've never seen the mayor, but Shams DeBaron, the homeless hero, who I know you know well, we will be here specifically requesting a meeting with the mayor and we hope that he will grant that meeting eventually. Okay, we're out at a patio at the end of 80 West, East 86th Street on East End Avenue. Have you picked out a spot where you're going to be sleeping tonight? <laughs> you yeah. have a sleeping bag? I don't have a specific spot. Um, some friends are coming with some couches, so we're going to have comfortable oh. spaces, and I'll find whichever one's the softest. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck, um, Thank Corinne you so much. of Upper West Side Open Hearts, and uh, hopefully this will uh, great. catch the mayor's attention. That was great. <clears throat> she is such a... She's wonderful. She's, wonderful. she's a wonderful spirit, such happiness, you know? And she's doing such good work. Yes. So, so today I wrote her... And I asked her, how did, how did it go? And I got a report back from her. She said, it went great. About 50 people came through later on, joining from other protests throughout the city. We played board games, sang songs with the piano. They had a piano there. <laughs> I hope it played loud. They had a piano. Loudly. They had a couch or a couple couches. They had like a desk. They set up a living room. Like, you know, like this, this is a living room that everyone should have, right? That's great. I didn't see a TV, but, you know. But there could have been. Sang songs with the piano and did tarot card readings. The mayor sent the commission. Tarot. I think so. Tarot. Tarot? I think it's tarot. Tarot is like a potato. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I thought it was pronounced tarot. I am so, I, I'm so convinced I'm right, I think. <laughs> the, the, the mayor sent the commissioner of the public affairs unit to negotiate with us. And he asked us to leave. He came back. 
and offered us a meeting over the weekend with Banks at Stephen Banks, Commission of the for the Homeless Services, uh, and Banks' boss. Do you, oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you have Do you have dreams? About nightmares. Donald Trump. Do you really? Do you want to share? You want to share your nightmare? Come on, we're, we're not getting anybody. All right, well, I'm continuing with what uh, Corinne said. Go ahead, said. go ahead. Do you see and, how I'm calling out, though? No, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. And the first deputy mayor, so they were going to all meet this weekend. We decided to hang on until 1 a.m. when the public park closed, and then we wrapped up the party and they went home. Okay, all, all right. right. So okay. at least they got, they got something out of it. They're going to have a meeting with, yeah, with this uh, commissioner of the... Uh, Homeless and uh, housing resources, right, whatever. Right, right, right. And his boss, and and you know what? He'll just say his hands are tied. The mayor's decided. I mean, yeah, it's BS. It's you know. all, it's all bullshit. And, and, and talking about bullshit, there is this thing called Donald Trump dreams. Yes. Okay. You know, so tell us the about only that. I brought Do you have, oh, hello. This is our friend Dimitri. Hi. Do you, Hi. Have, do you ever dream of Donald Trump in your dream? Good or bad? Tell us about the dream. That's Dimitri. Two we, minutes. We that's need all. it. We need it. We, Two we minutes. need some sound on no the No one's stopping. Trump. We think that they think we're Trumpers or something, maybe from our sign, but. He like shook my hand in the dream. I felt, then I told someone they were horrified. And. Uh, Do you remember how you felt in the dream? I just felt that. It was strange, you know, it's a dream. So. But was he friendly? Was he nice? He, he was friendly. This is before he was elected. And he yeah. was, uh, I, I mean, mostly, yeah, it was, that was a weird thing. And it reminded me of a science fiction uh, novel by Philip K. Dick. Do you know him? Sure. The Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldritch. That I don't know. That's a that. great, great book of his. He, he wrote it, and he, he then later wrote of, of that book. I don't even, I'm not even sure what I was thinking but basically this person like everyone turns into this scientist who gives this drug called choosy there's choosy versus candy and and then like it's like he goes into everyone becomes him it's almost like a Christ thing where like everyone it's very wild book I highly recommend it well you know you say that everyone in your dream is you Oh, that's a great thing too. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. so, so there you go. So that was the only that was the one dream you had, and you remembered it. And this was like five years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remembered it because I remember telling someone. And yeah, sure, I did remember. It, so. Wow, Dimitri, thank you, thank you sure, for stopping. Sure. Thank you. You're our first victim. I actually <laughs> had a dream of Donald Trump. Well, I I also had a dream that was. You had just one dream. I had two dreams. Two dreams. Yeah. Very specific dreams. It was during his presidency, about you know at the beginning, and then about. Uh, two thirds of the way through, and again, he he was he was a nice guy. In one, I was seeing him through a window, and he was like an uncle. It was like this like dumb uncle. He, you know, we, he, it's like he had power, but he was like he was harmless. Yeah. In this in this dream, but he was very friendly and. That might have been a wish fulfillment, you know. It could be. In the other one, he was uh, again. I was seeing him like through a, a haze. In the other one, he was trying to golf, and he just couldn't golf well. He, uh, he kept hitting off the top of the ball. That's probably true. No, um, no, I, although I, I, I don't I, know. I think, I, think he, I think he does golf. He, he, he golfs with Mark. With your cousin, I know. I used to. Yep. Yeah. 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 Do you ever have a Donald Trump dream? Good or bad? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank goodness, good, right? Good, you're lucky. So, so this Martha Crawford, has, um, who is a licensed uh, social worker, 
has been looking into the Trump dream and has been collecting clump, uh, clump dreams. Clump dreams? Clump, no, I just said clump dreams. I meant Trump dreams since 2016. And she writes that her dream was that a friend who was going out of town on business asked her to check on his apartment while he was away. Entering the apartment, there was Donald Trump in a large adult diaper, sleeping with his chin on his chest. She watched Trump sleeping for a while, then filled a large metal dog bowl with kibble and slipped it across the table. (laughs) When Trump awoke, he began gobbling loudly and his mouth opened. Crawford was alternately filled with disgust and then flooded with pity. She ended up the dream by buying him a flip phone for emergency purposes. (laughs) And this was only one of many, many, many dreams. That, that she collected. It's interesting, though. I think that in her dream, her view of Trump in her dream is very similar to your view of Trump. I don't, I mean, I, I despise the man. But in the dream, he was avuncular. He was a friendly uncle. But he was, he was kind of a... Um, adult. You said he wasn't adult. Yeah, he was adult. adult. And, and so what's, what's, is, he's a, like a child in her dream, right? Right, right. So, so she... So th- it's you've depicted this man as having really very little or no intelligence. Yeah, in no, no, dreams. he was he was dumb but friendly, and kind of nice, and you know you didn't really mind being around him, that that kind of thing. But that's some people have nightmares about it. So just to give you a, a sample, some people would interpret those dreams as nightmares. Yeah, I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel it wasn't. It didn't come wasn't across scary. as a nightmare. Yeah, wasn't scary. Somehow you you triumphed over Trump. I guess maybe that's a way of maybe that's just the way I feel about humanity. It's like they're kind there, of not very a, smart. <laughs> there's a good well. There's a good in everybody. Oh, you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't go there with you on that one. All right. So Martha started a blog, and you can find it. Um, and I think it's in her blog. Okay. Wait. Wait. Lots of noise. Yeah. Helicopters, trains. The, planes helico- and the helicopters go over whenever they start the play. The soldiers and sailors. Oh, well, monument. they're they're they're. Carting the wealthy people home from wherever. Yeah. yeah. So um, here's some of the things that she found. Trump takes credit for Boer War. That's one dream. Um, oh. A lot of, a lot of them like, on Trump's hair. Isn't that before his hair. time? Well, way before his time. But that's yeah. a dream, right? Yeah. Trump masturbating and another Trump wearing oh, an anti-masturbation Alan, Alan, that T-shirt. That is really, really something that you should not say. Well, that's like, oh, my God, it's in it's oh in the article. God, now I visualize it. Oh, my God. It's in it's, it's in an article. It's in dreams it's, that Americans it's abuse. Are, it's abusive. Stop. It's really. Do you want to hear the other ones? They're not that bad. There's some things you just don't want your brain to conceptualize. Oh, my God. Trump on the playground. No one would play babies, with them. Babies, babies, balloons, babies and balloons. Trump and babies food and balloons. Trump eating hamburgers and Kangaroos. McDonald's. Oh, oh, you'll love this one. Trump making olives illegal because they're weird. <laughs> okay, that's a dream someone had? All right, all right, this, these are all dreams you're these, saying? Be, 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 dream, uh, Trump, uh, many dreams on Trump dating their mother. Ew. Yeah. Trump, Ew. Trump as an alien, someone who came in from outer space. That makes perfect sense, right. actually. Um, I mean, we did that, Alan. You did that. That We did a show where you made Trump an alien. An alien, right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's... The, or there was an alien these inside are all Trump's there. body. Yeah. Um, Trump invading private space. Now, maybe you don't want to listen to this one. Uh, Quote, he walked into my house without knocking and took a giant dump in my toilet and didn't even flush. No, that doesn't bother me. It doesn't, okay. I don't want to think of him doing the 
whatever. Yeah. One more, I have one more. Uh, quote, had a dream we were in an exclusive box and an event with the Trump family. Uh, an emergency siren went off and we were all running to safety. Naturally, the Trump family took a different elevator that would lead them to safety and the rest of us <laughs> panicked and we're, and we're all dead. We're lost. We fell into a great big hole. Of, that's a nightmare. That's so, so, nightmare. So, so there was there was a nightmare, right? But it could have been because they accepted the invitation. You know, it's like, come on. I mean, would you? Would you accept an invitation? Let's just say Trump said... In a dream, like, sure, because why not? He was, he, no, no, I'm talking about reality. Yeah, I would. You I would, would. You would. I'd be curious. Wouldn't you be curious... If Trump, if you got it, you got like a, a well, not Twitter anymore because you can't use Twitter. You got an email from Trump saying, "We we we heard you're part of the family, and uh, right. we want to invite you for dinner at Margo. And here's here's Mar-a-Lago. The, Mar-a-Lago, and here's the plane tickets, and, right. and and we'll put you up. You wouldn't go. I'd I'd go in a I'd go in a heartbeat. Yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> I would go. I would go. And, then and I, it would I'd, be. I take my recording equipment and I try to. I get just a, wonder an how many people that worked for him had the same attitude. Like, okay, you've been offered a job at the White House. You're not going to do it. You're not going to take the job. But then when you get there, it's a nightmare. Well, a lot of people took the. Uh, have you ever had a uh, dream about Donald Trump? You haven't. Okay. Tell us about the Obama dream. Can you we, tell we us about the Obama dream? Uh, I, on, on. I, I had a lot of um, celebrity dreams. Okay. And Obama was one of them. If you can get right up to the oh. mic. Obama was one of them. So tell us your first name and tell us about your Obama dream. Okay. It's Catherine. Um, I don't remember. He was explaining something to me, but he was nice. Um, it's not political. Yeah. Okay. I'm not yeah. political. Yeah. Um, but Trump... I don't remember, but maybe I will have one. <laughs> you I mean, never know. Now that we've talked about I'm, it. I'm, I'm curious what he has to say to a, um, an average person. Now that we've talked about person. it, I'm okay. sure tonight maybe you're going to have a Trump dream. I never know. So. <laughs> I'm really curious. I mean, I've, I've uh, not Biden. I haven't had a dream about Biden yet. No. And uh, hopefully I'm not interested in what he has to say. I've, I've heard enough. <laughs> All right. So you're not a Biden supporter? No. I thought I used to be. I mean, I thought that I would be, but uh, not what he's doing right now. No, I'm not. What what bothers you about what he's doing? Um, Are you a Democrat or Republican? I'm independent. Okay. I'm not even from this country, but I I am a citizen, so I I can't vote. Okay. Um, Good. I don't know. I think he's too cocky. Thank you, Catherine. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Right, bye-bye. So again, I so we had one Dimitri had a dream, and me. And you. And that and, and, and that's those it. and all those people that um, what was the name of the woman that was doing the research? Her name is uh, Cro- um, uh, Martha Crawford. Martha Crawford. And I was just gonna um, end up because I don't know if we're gonna get anyone that actually has had a Trump dream, but she she is a psychotherapist and she did have an explanation for what it is, and I thought maybe I could. I'd like to go hear over that. that. Yeah. So for Crawford. I believe in psychotherapy. Um, she said these dreams serve a social function, one that's also reflected in the this book called The Third Reich of Dreams, because the same kind of thing happened in the 30s and 40s, and Germans would dream about Hitler. Hitler would get into the in, into their dreams, into and, their psyche, right? And so she um, she um, you know re- reflected that this is similar to 
what went on in the Third Reich in this book called Third Reich of Dreams. She said, quote, I don't believe these dreams are about Donald Trump. I believe these dreams are about us. They're about some aspect of our own psyche that we haven't dealt with. Trump is the eruption of the repressed. The years of his presidency have been a crumbling revelation. Political truths, self-evident for generations, have dissolved on contact with him. Things we thought we knew turned out to be collective fictions. Dreams that we didn't know were dreams because everybody was dreaming them. So we're, we're living kind of in this, you know, alternate reality place. And we're trying to take care of ourselves through the dreams. And, you know, by making Dream this friendly, avuncular guy, um, maybe I'm trying to get him out of my nightmare. Making Trump this friendly, yeah. avuncular guy. Yeah. Yeah, I that I I got that right away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're trying to you're you're just trying to cope with what is in your waking hours a nightmare. Which is a nightmare with fearful and in my dreams I'm trying to make it okay. Yeah. I'm trying you're, to make it taking, you know livable. Your psyche is taking care of your care of you. I I'd like to think have you ever had a dream about Donald Trump? <laughs> no. No, okay. <laughs> sure. So again, my, I've, I've, I was right. There was very few people have been special enough to have dreams about Not Donald everybody Trump. remembers their dreams. Not everybody's into their dreams. Yeah. Dimitri was, a, a, you know. A unique kind of guy. He's, he's a, he is unique. He's, he's very thinking. thoughtful. Very, very thoughtful. thoughtful person. Okay, well, that's, that's it for this uh, edition of Barkwell Radio, right? Is it? Is that it? I didn't have anything else. Nothing, eh? Well, except the fact that you're designing a baby room for our <laughs> daughter, and you you have all these plans, and you're pulling together all these lamps. And I was just throwing that out. I was just improvising. I didn't expect cuckoo cuckoo <laughs> stuff, and you're drawing these pictures that one of them was scary. I would never put in a baby's room with these with these eyes. And okay, okay. Bleeding from I its mouth. To I mean, you what were you thinking? I, of? I nixed it. Okay. What were you thinking? Of? I am just Look, thinking. And, 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 and you're saying, well, I've, I have all these plans. And then you ask me, should I let Tuli know what I'm thinking? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, but see, I think she, part of her, I think, so this is how I would be if I were, um, if I were Tuli and I gave over, because she thinks I'm a good designer, right? She, yeah. Well, wait until she sees the bleeding mouth <laughs> eye thing you wanted us. That's a bleeding mouth <laughs> Well, it made me think it was, of that. It was, it was, it was based on Paul Clee's art. And he had done. Um, yeah, li- listen to this, everybody. I, th- listen I can't to this, remember the name of the. Listen to this the choice <laughs> of, of painting to put on our granddaughter's wall. This was the name of the painting, something listen like this. Here it goes. I, it's, it's ahead of a man who is going senile or something uh-huh. like that. A man's going senile. And. and <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you. You you would go wow, wow, wow. You ever have a dream about Donald Trump? Oh uh, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> I did. Yes, exactly. That's what I say. That's what I say. All right. It was it was very colorful, and Alan didn't like the eyes. But it um I it was my no, it was, it it was, was my creepy. interpretation of this. It was creepy. <laughs> it's just it's okay. So I, I mean, found after some. That, I, I don't have any trust for you. I at found all. some Paul Klee um, art that uh, that's. A little more uh, child-friendly, I guess we could say. Yeah. But see, I do the art, so I, it's kind of a copy of, or whatever. Never mind. It's you Paul know. Clee, this is Rebecca boring McKee. for our audience. 
Anyway. I'm having fun. Barcore Radio. Yeah, I'm, I'm having fun. Who cares? I mean, who cares? We're having fun. We're out here drinking. <laughs> I don't care whether anyone is having well, fun with this Well, then let's just keep party. the party going, hon. All right. <laughs> I mean, I mean all that crap about dreams of Trump was kind of boring. Now I'm having fun. And about that part about dreaming about him masturbating? That's oh, true. my God. You're so rude. You're so rude. You're so rude. It's, oh, God. Oh no! It's oh god! It keeps, it keeps popping in my head. Oh god! It keeps popping in my head. Get it out! Okay, now think of Ivanka. Think of Ivanka masturbating. Babies, Is that better? babies. Paul no, Klee. not really, but a little bit better. Yeah, a little better. Okay. Babies. Um, yes, I have to. You know, I did that once with my kids. Yeah. Uh, they saw something that they I don't know. I forget what it was, but they got a you know some video and they were all like kind of scared. No, I'm I'm I've eaten all the popcorn, and so I said, okay, this is what we're gonna do to cure that. We're gonna go on YouTube and find videos of babies laughing, okay? And you'll feel better. So that's what I do. I think of babies laughing. That cures. <laughs> it's a cure. It's a cure. It's a cure. A cure. Oh my God! That came into my head again when I thought about what it was curing me of. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You I'm should sorry. never say those words again. Trump and that other word again. Did you ever never, have a dream never, about never. Donald Trump? I did this morning. Come over. Oh, come, come. Come, oh tell, tell us, us about it. Now I'm, I'm doing an interview here in Riverside. T- t- tell us about your dream. Are we on the radio now? No, Not we're podcasters. Po- we're doing a podcast. So, so right. tell, tell us your first I'll tell name. I'll you tomorrow. I'll see you are tomorrow. You, Bye. Are you an Upper West Sider? Sorry to interrupt your phone call. No, please. This is so... I, I just can't believe... That this says share your Trump dream so, when I had a dream about was Donald that Trump your first dream that you've ever had about of, him? Of Donald, yes, it is. See, you, he's had two. You had it this morning. I had it this morning. Okay, we're we're kind of connected here. Yes, we are. What is your first name? Walker. Walker. Yeah. I'm Sitter. No, he's <laughs> not. Oh, have you heard <laughs> so that before? Nice That's horrible. You. He's Alan, I'm and I'm Alan. Rebecca. Alan nice and to Rebecca. meet you, Walker. Nice to meet. Like two classic Upper West Siders here. Doing the podcast in Riverside Park. There like, you go. This is the, a real New York moment. You should be our voiceover and, and guy. Drinking, yeah, you, you sound good. And yeah. drinking beer and she's having a vodka tonic. Oh, yeah, I love it's it. Bar I lo- well, so, see, this is summer two, 2021. Often yeah, we know. do, or we have in the past, done these bar crawl radios in bars. Yeah. Oh, isn't that fun? But then we fun. couldn't do it for a long time. You guys are gorgeous. Oh, thank are you. you. Are you married? Are you a couple or what? We are. Listen, we are. Look, listen to me. Yes. Because you, you, you would be so good together. <laughs> we are. <laughs> hey. Maybe we should. Yeah, maybe you should like think Ooh, about that. Okay. Maybe go out, go, go out, out on a date after Thank after you, the Walker. podcast. Okay. Just see what happens. This is kind of our date. Actually. Yeah, I, it's date night. This, <laughs> this is, is date. Are night. you a marriage counselor or something? Um, today I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, so that's what's your dream? So what tell, was your tell dream? us about your dream of Donald. Was it a Trump? nightmare? Was it like? What yeah, was it was it like? a nightmare, and you have to have the, the context is. Um, this is so funny. <laughs> the context is I'm a. I'm on a cancer journey, right? Which is like, oh, that's a big, what a weight to drop. And I'm on a cancer journey, and I was prepared to have this huge surgery this past Wednesday. And then new information, it was like Grace came looking for me and did an intervention. And new information came to me last week, a week ago today. This is your, this is true. This, this part is, is the true. true part. This is, okay. this is true. Okay, okay. And um, all this information came to let me know that this past Wednesday was not the time for the surgery, that I needed more tests and more doctor's opinions. So I, I did not go into like a very heavy duty anesthesia, intubation, incision, 
Oy. everything, you know, this past Wednesday, and I've been preparing for it for three months, and it's been very intense, you know. So now it's like a, a kind of, it's quite a relief. I so, bet. Also, I've been a little traumatized, I think. And the thing is, I have this friend, here's how we're going to get to Donald Trump. Okay. I have this friend um, that was, you know, supportive and came from out of town and was staying at the near me at the near the apartment next to mine and last night you know i'm still traumatized but this friend like late at night kind of like has to tell me get something off her chest basically and i'm still dealing with i've got cancer yes and here's somebody kind of like unpacking her stuff late at night and i'm just sitting there listening and i listen to it because i'm such a nice guy and um, I can maybe see that. she thinks that I'm strong and she wants t- to me to, he- you know, hear it and give my opinion, and which I did. But when I when I got back to my apartment, I realized I don't have the energy to handle. I need to hold a space for myself to hold a safe space for myself. I need to take care of my needs. And what does it take? Does it take me having cancer to like? actually protect myself from people like you know venting uh, you know and mm-hmm. and me taking it and so i'm thinking of that and and you know last night I, I did text her and i just said hey you know i just realized it's been an intense week i need to take care of myself and tomorrow i'm just going to be in solitude and so when i woke up this morning i woke up from a dream in which i'm sitting at a at the table a food table with Donald Trump and I'm eating there and I'm at the table and I'm recognizing I don't want to be at this table with Donald Trump. It's not helping me. As a matter of fact, it's like sucking my energy, but I don't get up. I just sit there like out of some sense of like uh, feeling like I don't want to rock the boat or I'm obligated to be there or like it's not an option to get up from the table and leave. It's just not an option in my mind. And when I wake up, I write down the dream. Oh, yeah, I could have. Donald Trump is like represents the most soul sucking, you know, like what is Whoa. it? Dementors in the in Harry Potter. Very the good. Dementors. A dementor. I never. Yeah. Thought he's of like that. a dementor. He <gasps> sucks perfect. your soul yes. and um, he knows what he's doing, too. And um so I'm sitting at the table with the dementor that is Donald Trump, the demented dementor, which is Donald Trump. And it is not an option to me to get up and leave the table and go to a place that is more nourishing for myself. So I, I wake up and I write that down. And all day long, I've been contemplating, how do I abandon myself? Even with a friend that wants to vent, I, I could learn to say, you know what? I just don't have the bandwidth for it now. And, um, you know, t- I've had a rough week and I just need to take some time for myself. Um, so I am on a journey of learning how to speak up for myself, even if it's Donald Trump, the Dementor, sitting at the table. And I, I'm at the table to nourish myself, not to have my soul sucked out. So um, I've been thinking about this all day long. It's about self-care and not abandoning myself. And now I'm finally coming around and having this fresh air tonight. And I come around and I see your sign that says, share your Trump dream. And this is the perfect ending 
to a day that has been filled with the opportunity for me to come to a new awareness of how to take care of myself. Walker, that is Walker. wonderful. Wow. Thank wow. you. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> we, have been, we have been struggling to get people to talk about their Trump dreams. This is the most magnificent story <laughs> I think we've ever had on It's so on heartfelt Radio. and it's so um, well, one of the things Congratulations too is, thank on you so much. realizing yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, one of the things, too, is like in the past couple of weeks, I wasn't sharing my cancer journey with Random anybody. strangers. Yeah. With ran- <laughs> yeah. And then at a certain point, I was so close to getting the surgery that I started just saying I would meet people like New Yorkers wonderful like this is the thing about New York is sometimes you can have a, you can cut to the chase in New York right like we did just like now like we did just I now you just like throw off um, whatever barriers there are and get to the get to the heart of the matter and so with some strangers I have said well I'm actually on a cancer journey I'm dealing with this and I'm going to have significant surgery and the thing is like Total strangers, <laughs> total strangers, they got it. And they just went, you're going to get through this. And they were... Hu- human to human. Human to human. Human to human. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, we don't know each other, but it's like... Right. I, we do know each other. Yeah. So Because Walker. we're alive right now. We've lived through the Trump era. We've both had We've dreams about Trump. We've lived through COVID. We've lived through 9-11. And so right? we're, we're in this together. Yes. We're in this together. Yes, we're yeah. New Yorkers. And there's a, there's a thing about New York. Yes, there is. It's very That special. allows us to talk. We may never see each other again. Yes, yes. But now you're on our podcast. I so. love it. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm here now and I'm, I'm not in trauma from the surgery. Um, I'm a little in trauma from dreaming about Donald Trump, but yeah. um, I'm maybe you feel better now that you've, you've I do. You've I feel better. It. No, I've let it go. I hope I didn't vent. On you guys. No, oh, no, no. But that's what we like. I mean, yeah, we yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah. everybody's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This is a perfect it's, it's ending fine. for this show because. Yes, it's a, it's a happy we, ending. We, we, we needed to get, and that, that was just an amazing, that's just, that's just a totally amazing story and supports everything that we've been talking about. Awesome. Because it's really, it's not about Trump. Trump is kind of like a. It's about how we're a, handling Trump. A conduit Trump. towards who I we agree. are. I agree. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a, a shrewd and brilliant vehicle for. Um, manipulate manipulative fear-based um, power play <laughs> and, and we're all full of fear yeah yes yes yeah, yeah. yeah. and and he's also um, I think he's um, he is something to be contended with he's kind of like it's it's not to be he's not to be ignored I think um, because he actually has been influencing people and um, it's like a call to arms in a way and not and what i mean by call to arms is like we need to rise to this moment to call it what it is to call a charlatan a charlatan and to call a you know um greed greed you know we 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 need to face the truth about yes. a lot of things in yeah. this country yeah we do we do so, so on so many levels yes. and so it's it's kind of we're in a time that's that's actually positive, even though it's, um, you know, rough and challenging. But you know, there's a, there's an evolution going on. I think. Thank you. Uh, thank thank you. you guys so much. Thank, thank you, Walker. Walker. What a that treat to meet you both. And I I would love if you would just drop us um, an email. Do you have the Absolutely. card? Absolutely. And just oh let us know God. how you're doing. Yeah. Let okay? us know. Yeah. Keep. 
Stay in touch. I will. Say I hi. Will. And are you, uh, like, are you in the neighborhood? Do you live in this neighborhood? We do. Right 92nd and West End. Oh, that's so great. I'm uh, 84th and, you know, Riverside. There okay. you go. We're usually out here in the summer on Thursdays or Fridays. I love it. And it's really, it's truly, uh, I consider it such a blessing and an affirmation to meet you both tonight. Oh, you thank know, because you. it's it's really a full week in my journey of going in a different direction with this cancer and I and for to meet you tonight is like an affirmation that I'm doing something right you know so I really if we can be any part of, of that positive story thank you you it's are our, thank our, you. our hearts are full thank you yeah you totally are yeah you just yeah. filled hearts our hearts are full you just thank did you. it thank you <laughs> thank you Walker see you around Wow. Look, oh look. <laughs> he's celebrating life. He's, cel he's like, he's alive today. I know. And that's a wonderful way to be. It's a wonderful way to live. Yeah, whether or not you're facing cancer or not. You it's know like, what? You know what? We're all on a cancer run. But you know what? Yeah, that just made me think. It's like you and I are getting closer and closer to that day when we won't be here anymore. And I think that it's making life more important. And more poignant and yeah. more... Those things that used to bother me don't bother me so much It's like anymore. such a waste of time. Yeah. Such I a waste of time. I think time. that's why I lawn bowl better. Could be. Could be. <laughs> it just doesn't, you know... That was so sweet. That was wonderful. I like that. I Look, loved meeting him. There he is. He's, he's on the phone again. Um, all right. That was a great ending for this show. Yeah. I'm glad we stuck it out. Yeah. It, 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 it uh, really became worthwhile. Barclay Radio on the promenade at Riverside Park with my lovely Rebecca. And uh, and we should get married. Wait a minute. Oh. We are. 40. Uh, one. 41 years. Get out. Yeah. I know. It seems like yesterday. How's that possible? You look so young. I was thinking of that first kiss <laughs> recently. I'm going to kiss you now. <laughs> You remember. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Goodbye.